You are listening to episode number 20 of the Dr. Denise Simpson podcast. Hi, I'm Denise Simpson, an ex-administrator and faculty in higher education turned life and leadership coach. I've been on the side of great success which means I intimately know failure and sacrifice. I've set some of the highest goals for myself and have achieved most of them. But sadly, some came at a price, a price I wasn't willing to pay anymore. The more degrees, distinguished positions, and salaries I chased, the more shame, guilt, and loneliness I felt. Today, I have found true success and happiness, helping other ambitious women avoid the pitfalls and illusions of success. I help them reach their next level of success with confidence, pride, and true fulfillment. And I would be honored to do the same for you. So if you're ready, let's get started. Hey there, my friend. I hope you're fantastic. I am. I'm doing great especially because I'm about to announce a really, really cool series right here on my podcast, and it's called The Cup of Ambition. So I get to invite some of the most ambitious, successful women out there. And I've already had a few interviews that I will release out within the next few weeks, but today is our first interview with our very first guest for this series. A cup of ambition. I wanted to invite these amazing women who have strong desires and even stronger determination to fulfill these desires. And they have plenty of social evidence that they are successful. And you'll see what I mean when I introduce them one at a time. But these are women who are coming on with me and being vulnerable. They're being candid. They are talking about, yes, the positive aspects of ambition, but also the dark side. We're also going to talk about misconceptions because there's a lot of them in regards to women and ambition. And so you'll get to learn so much more about these women. But the hope is, and my dominant intention for this series, is that you, my beautiful, ambitious friend out there, that you are inspired to continue these desires, to to not deny yourself these desires, and to stay focused and determined on what it is that you want to achieve. It is okay that you want to have it all. Why not? I believe that we were put on this earth to turn thoughts into things, to manifest these amazing desires that we have. So whatever the desire is, it could be the lover in the bedroom, it could be the million dollars in your bank account, it could be the beautiful home on the hill, it could be having children, starting a family, whatever it is, whether it's something tangible or something intangible. If you're just looking for peace, tranquility, ease, confidence, you're just trying to find fulfillment, you're trying to find happiness and success, whatever that desire is for you, this is the show for you. Because I know you, my friend. I know you like the back of my hand. Why? Because I too am a very ambitious woman. And I know the positive aspects of ambition, and I also know intimately the dark side of ambition. And each of these guests that I'm going to bring on for this series will share with us their journeys to success. So let me introduce you to my very first guest. Her name is Natalie Attic-Nunez. 
She is my beautiful, soulful, angel-on-earth friend who loves fashion and photography. And she has turned her passions into two very successful businesses she has been running for the past eight years. And she graduated with a bachelor's in psychology, but decided to follow her heart instead because she is now creating the life that she has always wanted. This, my friend, is what you call a deliberate creator. She is creating with intention and on purpose. And Natalie is someone very rare. She has used fear of failure to motivate her to become all that she knows she could be. And something that was really important to her that really changed her life was after her mother passed away, she went on this two-year spiritual journey, which has led her to where she is right now, deliberately creating a beautiful life because she knows she deserves it. And her sole purpose really is to motivate as many women as possible all over the globe to know that they are enough and that everyone came here with a purpose. And you can find that purpose deep inside your heart. Well, there you have it, my friend. An introduction to my beautiful friend, Natalie Attic Nunez. Now I'd love to play this interview for you. And I hope that this inspires you the way it inspired me. So take a listen. Hey there, Natalie. Welcome to A Cup of Ambition. How are you? I'm amazing, Denise. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I've been waiting for this day because I knew you had to be my first guest on this new series that I'm hosting right here on my Dr. Denise Simpson podcast. And I thought I need to invite this beautiful soul. And I have to say, Natalie, it's been such a delight getting to know you and getting to know your life and getting to know your ambition and all these beautiful desires that you have. And so you are the perfect guest to open this series with me. So thank you again for accepting my invitation. Oh my God, of course. Like if you are just meeting Dr. Denise, I have to say this, or you've known her forever and been listening to her podcast. Uh, honestly, you are such a doll. Like just, we just had what our first serious conversation last week. And I was like, I feel like I know her. I don't know where, like you are such a beautiful soul. So to be here is such an honor. So thank you so much. Oh my gosh. What a beautiful way to start this series. Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm so happy that you and I get to talk about some really serious stuff and we get to talk about some fun stuff. And, and uh, we, but today though, we're going to talk about ambition because there are so many beautiful, ambitious women out there who maybe need a little nudge today and they may need like a little, a little glimmer of hope or inspiration from hearing about your story, your journey and your desires, right? Because that's what ambition really ultimately is. And so if you're ready, I want to give you a toast, Natalie. So I've got my cup. <laughs> my cup. Good. Yeah. So, so Natalie has her water. I have my cup and in my cup, 
is just a, a cup of coffee. And so whatever your cup of ambition is, it could be a, you know, a hot tea, it could be a cappuccino, a, a, a latte or a water or whatever, whatever it is that you um, want to drink with us today, right? <laughs> <laughs> cheers to Natalie uh, for joining me today. Yeah, cheers. Thank you, Denise. <laughs> Thank you. So let's get started. I want to I want to dive into ambition. Such a great great subject, don't you think, especially women and ambition? And it's so funny because I see myself as an ambitious woman. Sometimes I'm like, "Natalie, you need to calm down." <laughs> Cuz I it could be for anything Denise seriously, it's even like this table right here even though it wobbles. I built, well, put together all my furniture in my office because I, I couldn't, I don't have patience to wait for someone to do it for me. I was like, I have a goal. I want to get this done. And if I have to build this myself, I will. And I did. And even though it's been a year and this table wobbles and I ended up with three, um, leftover nails where I don't know where they were supposed to go. It's still up. And I'm pretty proud of myself. I was like, my ambition is going to make sure that this thing is built because that's that's what I wanted. So cool yeah. is that it seeps into like every area of our life, right? Like, oh, yeah. yeah, I love that so much. So, so let me ask you then, what is your personal definition of ambition? So when I think of ambition, I think of, it could be at any part of our life. It could be um, business, losing weight, life goals. I just feel like it's a goal we set for ourselves and we will do whatever it takes to make sure that we reach that goal. For me, sometimes it's like, I want to make sure that I reach it. And I'm number one. Like I just set such a goal for myself. Sometimes I'm like, I want to be successful in what I do. So I feel like it's the fire that lights up in our soul. I feel it's like that ambition that I feel when for life and life goals and things that I just want to do. Yeah. I love that so much. And I knew you, I, because of what I know about you so far, I knew you were going to bring up soul. Like what that desire, that, that fire that lights up in your soul and it's, it's undeniable. And so many women, unfortunately, you know, because of life, because of the circumstances, we, we, that fire is, you know, doesn't, we don't even give it a chance to grow and it's diminished even before it, it reaches the light of day. And so I love that you brought up the fire that lights up your soul. And that's your definition, ultimately your definition of ambition. Yes. And I feel some, I feel bad sometimes when women are like, I don't know what my purpose in life is. And I'm like, we all came here with our purpose in our hearts. Like, so where we look for it is in our hearts. We just need to ask ourselves what it is because our answer is already here. We came in here with it in our hearts. So we just have to ask ourselves. And if it lights up a fire in your soul, if it's something you can't live without, like that's your purpose. And it could be a small goal or it could be something huge. Some people think that, oh my God, I have to feed the hunger something huge. No, it could be so little. Um, and I, I just wish a lot of women would look right there in their hearts rather than let their minds take over and just follow their heart in life. I love that because you're right. A lot of women think it has to be like this big noble, right? Yeah. Noble purpose in life. Like it has to like, like you said, feed the hunger or go, you know, cure cancer or something like it has to be this. Yeah. Thing. And it doesn't, it could be no. a 
quiet, soft little whisper in your heart. And sometimes if you're tuned in, like, like, like you said, you know, cause we have everything already within us. And if you tune into that, that quiet little whisper, sometimes it'll turn into this like roaring sound. Like, like you cannot deny this amazing purpose. And then that's when the momentum takes you. Like, that's so good that you said that. It doesn't have to be this big old thing. It can be something really soft and quiet and, and just something that feeds your soul at, at your level. Right. And I always feel like we always should start with our hearts because once we let our minds take over, that's when the doubt and the negativity negativity will start to sprinkle on our dream and stop us from moving forward. So just always follow your heart and don't let your mind convince you otherwise. Just, just know that this is what you want and just go for it. That's what I love to do. Yeah. And you know, you, you, um, you sent me something private. I won't, of course I won't say anything, but, but in, in, in a private message, um, I remembered you saying, trusting the process, like trusting not only yourself, but the universe, right. Or whatever it is that you believe in. And so that word trust has come up for me since I've met you, like there, this word keeps popping up and that trusts my heart, trusts my, trust the calling that was, that is already in my heart. And sometimes you just have to quiet that brain of ours. Cause you know, ambitious women, we've got a lot of thoughts. <laughs> it's so hard sometimes to just quiet the brain because <laughs> we just, we're, we're going all the time. But I've, I felt like before when I wouldn't let my heart take over, my brain would take over and my God, it, it could sabotage so much because we can overthink and just crush our dreams. And I'm just like, I need to relax here and let this take over because I mean, haven't you noticed in your life, everything that has happened has led you to your next success. You were like, oh, if that didn't happen, then I wouldn't have ended up here. And this is what I was meant to do. And I'm always like, we have to trust the process because everything is happening for a reason to bring you to where you're supposed to be. And you're prepared as you go through your failures, they're the life lessons. And then once you reach that, your goal, you're like, wow, I didn't go through all of that. I wouldn't have been prepared for this, this beautiful moment. You know, that's what I feel. So I'm always like, just trust everything. Everything happens for a reason and just let go. And I say, let God, let go and let God do his work. Yeah. Oh, good. So, so this brings me to like, cause that's such a unique perspective that you have. This brings me to my next question. Like, where did you learn this? Was this something that, that, I mean, did you learn as a little girl? Were you always this ambitious? It was life experience, you know, did it help you develop this beautiful perspective that you just shared with us or both? I feel like it's both. I, Okay, I, I, I'm going to bring up my sign. I'm a Taurus. So we're very like hard-headed. And when we want something, we'll do whatever it takes to get it, like building this desk. Um, so that, but also my parents are so, so ambitious. My dad, I mean, when I was born, he already had his own business and he he's such a hustler. I would always see him working hard, um, just traveling, opening different businesses. So, and he would always tell me, he's like, you know, you need to know that you're never going to have to depend on anybody. You need to work hard and just always, you know, you're not going to depend on a man pretty much is what he was telling me. And I was like, it was in my brain, like Natalie, you know, you're going to work hard and be successful. And then my mom, I feel like was the one who put ambition in me the most because my sister and I growing up, 
she always wanted us to be number one in our class. Um, we were the attic sisters. So, and throughout school, we were every year top of our class, studied and worked hard. She would wake us up at five in the morning, vocabulary words. Okay, we got a quiz. Here, let's go over math. My mom made sure that we were prepared. And since we reached my sister and I such a great level of success with the way my mom brought us up, I felt like it stayed in me that I'm just like, okay, I can't, you know, obviously it's okay to fail, but I was like, that fear of failure is going to push me to just um, be the best that I can be because my mom showed me with hard work and dedication, you can get to the top. You can be number one. So I owe a lot to my mom. That's so beautiful. I love that. It's a combination of how you were raised and then life experiences showing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how you got that unique perspective on ambition. Yeah. Just a lot. I mean, I'm, I could be so lazy sometimes, but I'm just like, I it's happened to me before I could do it as long as I put my heart and soul into it and give hundred percent. I know I could reach my goals. And my husband tells me all the time. He's like, wow, you just think of something, you do it. And it's, it just explodes. I'm just like, cause I'm like, I know deep in my heart, I manifested, I dream about it. And I just work so hard and it just, you know, I make sure it comes to life when I really, really want something. So good. Again, trusting the process and trusting Mm -hmm. yourself and trusting your heart. So, so on your journey to success, what were some of those obstacles Right. Because a lot of us ambitious women, although there's social evidence, right, that we're super successful, right? A lot of us have, you know, the degrees, the businesses, the beautiful relationships, right? The beautiful partnerships. But but what people don't see are those those obstacles. And sometimes they're like limiting beliefs, right? They're they're the they're the um the little minions in our head talking to us and and reminding us that maybe you know, you're not that great or the whole imposter syndrome sometimes comes up for me personally. So can you share with us any obstacles like the limiting beliefs perhaps, or any, you know, parental imposed beliefs, right? Because our parents were well-intended, but (laughs) sometimes we learned a thing or two that we shouldn't have. And then also like cultural or social expectations. So any obstacles for you personally that you have faced on your journey to success? Well, as a little girl, um, growing up, I was chubby (laughs) and thinking about it now, it doesn't bother me at all. But when I was younger, I mean, I lost after, when I turned 14, I lost the weight because I motivated myself that I was not going to be the girl that I was. And the way I felt, it was just horrible. But growing up, I was a chubby girl. I loved food. Like I loved my barbecue ribs and French fries. I was just a hungry girl and I loved food. But growing up, I mean, in school, it was it really, I, I mean, where I am now, I couldn't believe that that, like, I, I am Natalie, that little girl. I was so shy. I would turn so red. I would feel like everybody would be looking at me because I was this chubby girl and I wasn't the popular girl in school. I wasn't, you know, all those things that comes with being chubby. So once I lost the weight and I said to myself, I never gained it back. I said to myself, you know, no more, you are not going to be shy anymore. You, if, you, you can't succeed in life with the way, the way I was feeling. I couldn't even look at my pictures. I would rip them up. It was just really not a good time. But once I lost the weight, it was this whole other person. It was a whole other Natalie. And I felt like as the years went by, my confidence grew. And there's, there are times now that I struggle like speaking in public, 
where I'll get like a social anxiety. And I remember it's from when I was a little girl, but I still, like, I'll power through it and I'll get over it. But I feel like that was like a, a big obstacle. It helped me. But I feel like the obstacles that I did have in life, Denise, I feel like those were like my biggest life lessons because I learned so much um, from being that chubby little girl that when I meditate sometimes, Denise, I will picture myself sitting and I'll picture little Natalie and I'll picture older Natalie. And I'll look at little Natalie and I'll tell her like, I'm so sorry you went through that. I'm so sorry that that happened in life, but thank you because now Natalie, it learned so much and grew up so much from that. And then I look at my older self with this like silver hair and I'm just like, I can't wait to experience all the amazing things that are going to happen when I get there. But I always look at my little self and I'm just like, thank you for teaching me so much, but I'm so sorry. Like I always apologize to her. I'm like, I'm so sorry you had to go through that. Um, but it's such a, it's a great feeling because it was such a big life lesson. And people, when they see, when they would see how much weight I lost, they were like, how motivating it was. Um, so that was something, a struggle that I went through, but it, it really, I felt was a huge life lesson. Losing my mom was a, a big obstacle in my life because it was pretty much saying, okay, I mean, I was 31 when I lost her. And obviously I was a grown woman, but it, you really had to grow up. And it, if it, as sad as it is, I feel like if I could take a blessing out of it is that I grew a beautiful relationship with God. I grew closer to him and now I could even cry with how much I love him and how much he's changed my life with just my relationship with him. So just different obstacles like that. And then another obstacle with parents, I would say would have to be with my dad. Oh my God, I hope he doesn't listen to this. (laughs) But I always wanted to have my own business and start my own business, but I worked also for my dad and he you know, he's this hustler. He has this very successful electronic business for many, many years. And he wanted me in his business. And I was just like, it's, and I would tell him some stuff that I had in mind. And he's like, are you crazy? Like with his Arab accent, are you crazy? Look at this. He's like, look what I built for you. He's like, you don't, you know, how come you not want to be here? And I'm just like, but that isn't what I want to do. And he let it go. And then I just, I just didn't say anything. And I started I started building my own business first was the photography business. And, um, he was very impressed. I I brought him to my studio and he was just like, you know, he was proud. I could tell that he was proud. Um, but I didn't let him hold me back. I was like, Oh dad, I was like, I'm still going to do what I want to do. You know? So yeah, those life struggles, but I feel like they're like, I always tell people these life struggles are the ones that teach us who, like our life lessons and who we eventually end up being. So they're blessings to me. I wish there was like another word for failures in life. It was something more positive because they are positive things um, in our lives. Yeah. I like to call failures feedback. It's, it's just feedback. Yeah, and it's see? up to you how you, you it, I mean, it could be as neutral as possible, that word failure. And, and just by changing it to, to, to mean feedback, that kind of diffuses a lot of that. But I love what you said though about the life lessons and how you know you you took that young girl, you know the oh. overweight girl, right? That like you like you described the chubby girl because I can relate to that too, Natalie. I was the chubby one in my family. 
I was the dark skinned one. I was one with the darkest hair and I was, you know, the one that didn't speak English until I was seven or eight. And so I know what that feels like to, to have to use all of that and leverage all of that. Yes. Pain and, 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 you know, some suffering may have happened. Right. But you take, yeah. Yeah. You take it. You love it. It's so funny because I, I was the chubby one in my family. My sister, she's older. I would always say, Jen, you and I were like a 10. You were the skinny one and I was the zero. <laughs> I was this chubby, chubby. Like I could have carried my older sister because um, I weighed more than her. And then at one point I weighed, I, I, I couldn't even fit in my mom's clothes. I was like, why am I gaining so much weight? And I was like, no more. And it's a struggle too to lose weight. You know, you're young. It's just a lot that I, I mean, I learned so much from it and I'm so happy because it taught me such a discipline um, that I still practice like in my life today. So I'm, I'm, it was meant to be, I was meant to go through that. And I'm sure with you, like, you know, the struggle yeah. to like high five through our video. Yeah, we just did. We did a virtual <laughs> high five. And then yes, like, the family expectations of you running the the business and you, you know, the legacy that your dad wants to leave you and, 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 you know, the obligation sometimes that we feel to go to carry their legacy, but we have our own dreams and aspirations and, and we have our own. Yeah. So I I love it. And then remember I told you about the chronic pain. I almost forgot to talk about that. I won't get in like too much detail, but if it wasn't for those two moments where it really impacted my life. Um, I wouldn't have started my businesses, two huge businesses that are my, like, I don't know what Natalie would be without them pretty much. Once it started, I was like, I need to distract myself. So I started my baby photography business. It disappeared. It's like my mind took, like my mind was distracted and I was doing what I love. So my heart healed my body. And then it came back, you know, a chronic pain is will creep up on you a couple of years later. And I was like, what did I do the first time to make this go away? Oh, I started my business. Let me start something else that I'm obsessed with fashion and beauty. So I started my blog and that has helped me so much. So like you said, that pain was a life lesson and helped me start my passion and my goals and my dreams. And I don't know where I would be with all those, all the things that happened. I don't know if it didn't happen where Natalie would be or who Natalie would be, but I love who I am right now. Like I, I feel like I'm becoming the woman I've always wanted to be. Yeah. So beautiful. And then, oh, and then going back to the theme basically of our time together is trusting your heart where you said, you know, distracting your brain, that beautiful brain of ours that yes, we, we love and we, and we feed positive things to, but sometimes when, when we need to heal ourselves and heal our own bodies and, and to answer that calling, we need to listen to our heart. And that's exactly what you did. And that's why you are so successful today these two beautiful businesses that are changing lives, transforming lives, inspiring lives, all because you answered your heart's calling and you, 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 you listened, you, you, you just quieted that, that beautiful brain of yours to really tap into that heart. And so if, if you all are taking any notes today, y'all need to take that down, jot that down, trust your heart. <laughs> trust your heart. It's so, the, your heart has all the answers and sometimes it's hard to quiet our mind, but when we do, we just like listen to our heart it has the answers for us and sometimes we're just like we don't want to even listen to our heart but we it it will 
show you the way we're, I know, you know, it's so beautiful, Denise, we're all connected. Every single one of us is connected through our hearts. Like that's where our light shines. And I, I love that so much. Like once I learned that, I was like, that is so beautiful. I love that. Yes. Which yeah. is how I feel connected to you. you yeah. know, it feels very natural and organic and, and just fluid with you. And so there's no really like, you know, heavy thought about, about anything. Even when we talk about existential, you know, things in our lives, we're still very heart centered and our conversations are very focused on, on our hearts and our feelings. And so I think that's one of the the dark sides of having ambition is that we've turned off that side, that intuition, that calling, that heart calling. And I think that's one of the things that our ambitious women struggle with. And so I'm, I'm glad that you brought up, Natalie, the two amazing successful businesses that you've created all from trusting yourself. So I want to ask you next, what is your next level of success? Now that you've reached this beautiful level, right? You're now here. You've got all of these beautiful life experiences as a businesswoman, as a wife, like all of this wonderful stuff that you have earned. What's next for you on this journey? So for sure, I, I always see it in my mind. I was like, I'm manifesting this, but I see myself and there will be a struggle when it comes to this, but I see myself talking to like millions of women. I see myself in this white jumpsuit. I don't know why white and I'm on stage and I'm just like motivating women. It just, it's in my heart makes me so happy. I don't know what I'll say or what I'll do or where it's going to be. I just don't know, but I just envision myself motivating women it could e- either be spirituality or just in business, but I just see myself doing that. And then another thing that I'm working on, and I'll talk about it because I didn't really tell many people, but I'm in the middle of, I'm like halfway, I'm almost done, but I'm writing a, um, and illustrating a book for kids, something that I've always wanted to do. I It's a book pretty much to, just pretty much what we talked about to show them that they are brave and strong and beautiful. It's more like an affirmation for them just to like, I just wanted like for what my mom did for me, it's going to be dedicated to her, but what she put inside my heart, I want every kid to feel that way. I want them to grow up and be like, I'm ambitious. I can do whatever I put my heart to. So I'm like, if I can put that in a book for little kids, I will be so happy. Um, so yeah, I've been working that on working on that since end of March. I've been doing like the drawings and all that stuff. So that's what I've been working on. And hopefully, hopefully one day I have a baby. That's for sure. When it comes to like my husband and all that. So yeah. So beautiful. Oh my gosh. You're such a deliberate creator. I love that you are so intentional. You're following your heart and that's what deliberate creation is. And that's what we ambitious women do. You know, here you are like like combining all of these beautiful things about you, the illustrative part, right? The creative part, the storyteller part, the inspirational part of who you are. All of this is going to be in this beautiful book. And yes, the baby too, right? Because that's coming as well. So you've got so much on the horizon. Yes. So, I mean, do I see obstacles when it comes to that? Yes, but I'm like not scared of them. I'm like, I'm ready to take them on because obviously when we want something and we want to get it done, we will do 
Um, but you brought that up because that leads me to this next question, because now that you've got the vision, right, you've already lived a beautiful, successful, you know, life in your businesses and then, you know, your marriage and your partnership with your husband. And then now this new vision that you have for your life. Now that we're at this new level, right, this new level of success, so to speak, what obstacles do you see that, that, that you may need to face or are facing today as you are at this new level of success? Well, definitely when it comes to like me speaking in front of women, I am so shy. It comes from when I was a little girl. Um, just when I feel like all eyes are looking at me, I freeze, I turn so red. Um, so I probably like public speaking would be a big thing that I would need to overcome. Um, I've done so I've grown so much since then obviously but still it's you know it's always in you where your heart sinks you feel like you're gonna throw up that social anxiety sets in but it's something that I really want and when I want it like I will do whatever it takes but I do see myself doing that I don't know when I don't know if it's now I don't know if it's like 10 years from now but whatever it is like I will work on it for the book I think my biggest obstacle right now for the book is like I need to figure out how you would publish a book. That would be probably like my own that for that situation is like how to find a publisher and just move forward with that. And with the baby, I just feel like I have to free my mind because that takes over so much. And I feel like when my mind takes over, Denise, I put these blocks. It, and I need to free my mind, let it go, and just be like. As I would, I, I practice what you preach, like go and let God stop overthinking. Because I will even think as far as like, oh my God, what am I going to do with work? Like all these things. Um, and as always, like when I really want something and I want it to happen, I have to just let it go. So those are probably be my obstacles. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Right. Even all these new levels of success that we try to reach for, there's always something that that'll pop up because, you know, we're pushing up against a boundary in us, right? Like we're like, think of it as we're just stretching out the boundary of who we are. And then as we're doing that, we then like, but bud up against something that triggers us. It's a new obstacle or it's a new, it's, it's the same obstacle could be the same obstacle with a new twist to it. Right. So Yeah. So as you start reaching these new levels of success, we need to tune into those obstacles, right? Some are perceived, right? Because it could all be in our heads. And then sometimes it could be real, you know, societal, cultural boundaries or, or, you know, um, uh, you know, objections that are out there that we need to face. And so I love that you're being so vulnerable, so real with us. And as you are reaching this new, this new level of success, let then you too also have some things that, that you got to work on. And, and I love that you shared that. And so this now leads us to the next question. So you, we ambitious women, right, Natalie? We've got, we got a lot of friends who are all over the place, right? We have some that are super highly ambitious and then, you know, some, some that aren't, right? And we still love them, right? Because we love them unconditionally and no judgment ever. Um, wow. I, I, I want to know what you're hearing in your circle of friends or in your industry, some of the biggest misconceptions that you've seen in regards to women and ambition, because your industry is very different than mine. And so I always like to know what you, what you hear or what your perception is or perspective is on misconceptions uh, on women and ambition. 
I feel, well, in my industry, since it's like a lot of girls are more successful than men when it comes to blogging and with baby photography, uh, and this, I'm not saying that men aren't successful. They totally are. But I feel like also in uh, baby photography, we're more gentle. We, when we photograph children, we photo, we photograph them with our hearts. Men are more of like, is the lighting right? Is this, it's, it's more technical. That's why a lot of um, clients prefer a woman to photograph their baby. We're a little more gentle. We're more nourishing. So I don't, and from my work field, I don't really hear much of like a misconception, but overall in general, I feel when it comes to women and ambition, I feel that some people, not most, but they think that we're not as motivated as men are, that we can't be a CEO of a company, that we we can set a goal, but we can't finish it. I've, I've heard that one before. I've, I've also heard that we're too emotional um, to even run a business. And I've also heard things like, um, not too emotional, but also if she's too ambitious, then she's, I mean, can I curse? On what? <laughs> can <Yes>. I, <laughs> she's a bitch. She's too strong. She's, um, what's wrong with her when you see this strong, powerful woman who knows what she wants. And it's unfortunately, some people think that way. And, um, I'm here to say that's so wrong. I'm so proud when people find out that I own my own business and I'm like, yeah, I'm a woman and I have my own businesses and I'm the CEO. And it makes me feel so proud because as women, I feel like we set goals and we finish them sometimes more than men. I mean, in my opinion, but, um, yeah, that's what I, that's what I feel like are the misconceptions when it comes to women and ambition. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. I hear the same stuff. No, yeah. And we are in two different industries and I hear the same things. Emotion, especially is something I hear a lot about. You're too emotional. And, and it's like, well, what does that mean? I'm too emotional yeah. for who? <laughs> for, yeah. for you? Because I, you know, here I am, you know, and I coach really ambitious women. And these are women, like I've shared with you, who are in multiple or various industries running multiple organizations, not only their, their personal households, but they're also running multi-billion dollar organizations. Some have constituents, some are in public office. Like, I mean, the women I serve are so ambitious and they get to hear it all, right, Natalie? Like, just like what you what you shared, it's 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 almost as identical things that they get to hear too. And and I thought it was important that we talk about those misconceptions on here because they're, they're, it's just a matter of opinion. And this doesn't have to be your perspective. It doesn't have to be your personal opinion. So if you're listening out there and you've got this great ambition and you've got these desires and you've got this great determination, you know, you, you, you have to just listen to your own voice. And if you take anything from our time together, it's going back to what Natalie said about trusting that inner voice in your heart trusting yourself and, and, and just following that because there's going to be a lot of naysayers. There's going to be a lot of haters. There's going to be, um, just a lot of obstacles, not only your own limiting beliefs in your own mind, but you're also going to face a lot of obstacles out there too. And that's why we want to prepare you right now, whoever's listening, prepare you with this information so that you stay inspired and you stay focused on your desires and all of your dreams. And so 
I want for Natalie to help us close out the show today with some words of encouragement. So whoever you are listening out there, no matter what age you are, no matter what industry you are, um, I, I just want for Natalie to share just a few words of encouragement for you ladies out there. So take it away, Natalie. So what I would have to say is whatever journey you are on, whatever goal you're trying to reach, um, my biggest life lesson here is to run your own race. Look forward. Do not look left. Do not look right. Because once you get distracted and start comparing yourself to others that are in your field, um, you will lose track. You will miss on all the opportunities that are sitting right in front of you because you're too distracted looking at what someone else is doing and their level of success is different from yours. You don't know what they've been through, how many years they've been doing it. I always say, keep moving forward. I did it for myself because I, when I started my photography business, I would try to compare and I go, I can't do this anymore because I'm not putting my best self out there. So I just looked forward and kept going. And I was so proud of myself because it helped so much. So compare, like comparing yourself to others will destroy your dreams. So definitely just keep moving forward. And something else that's really big is don't let someone run your race for you. What I mean is don't let someone steal that dream out of you, because even if it, it could be your mom, your dad, your best friend, they try to protect you when they hear your dreams or your goals and they, they want to make sure nothing will hurt you or happen to you, but they don't know what God put in your heart. They don't know the dreams that are in your heart. So they can't feel that they don't know your potential. So I always say sometimes as sad as this is, is sometimes don't tell everyone about your dreams, keep them in, keep them in your heart. And this is what I do. A lot of times I'll accomplish my goal and I'll be like, surprise, look what I did because I didn't when you start telling people, a lot of people about your dreams and goals, you'll start getting the, Oh, is this going to work out? Can you do this? And you'll start getting all that negative doubt in your head rather than just not saying anything, finishing it and surprising everybody. Be like, look what I did. Look what I've reached. And it's just one of just something that I wish everyone could know about is just keep it in your heart. Don't let anyone run your race and just keep moving forward. And you will, get to wherever you need to be. I love this so much. Oh my gosh. My heart is so full, Natalie. It's so beautiful. I love, I love the analogy of the race. You run your own race. Like just, you know, you prepared so hard for the race. Like when you think about the marathoners and, and the ultra runners and all of these amazing, you know, people preparing for these beautiful races. I mean, we're looking at them at this analogy, right? It's like, all of that training, all of that, you know, all of, all of the stuff that you did to get to where you're at and then to let someone take you from that race or get you off that race all because of their filter of the world, their perception of you and, and they rob you of that race. And so you stay on task, you stay looking forward. And, and I love that you mentioned sometimes we have to keep these desires and goals a secret to ourselves for, I mean, it, it's like during incubation period, like you don't want any, <laughs> any, any of the elements outside any evidence coming in because you know what happens Denise? It's not, it, you're not the problem when they have an opinion or something is bothering them. It's, it has to do with themselves. Some people, unfortunately might get jealous and it's not because of you. It's just because they're probably deep inside saying to themselves, 
oh man, why didn't I think of this? Why why am I not doing this? Why am I not as motivated? So they'll try to bring you down to make themselves feel better. And it, it's, you sometimes just have to keep your dreams to yourself because people, people are, some people are dream crushers and, you know, you want to remember always positivity, follow your heart. So I always say, keep them until you are ready to show the world, look, I've accomplished them all. And you didn't really have to hear all that negative feedback. I do that so much. Like I surprise people. I'm like, surprise, I just did this. They're like, oh my God, what do you, where did that come from? I didn't know you could do that. I'd be like, I did. <laughs> I just keep them to myself. And I say that to a lot of my friends. I'm like, I'm like, oh, thanks for telling me, but don't tell anybody else. Keep this to yourself and accomplish it. And then spread the news like wildfire. So that's what I tell them to do. So beautiful. So beautiful. Natalie, thank you so much for sharing your heart with us today. I'm so delighted that you have agreed to be my first guest and I can't wait to share this message with our friends out there. Can you tell us and all of our listeners where we can find you? Because you all need to follow my beautiful, soulful friend, Natalie. So Natalie, share with us where we can get more information about you and your beautiful businesses. Thank you so much, Denise. You are such an angel. I'm like obsessed with Denise. She's such a sweetheart. Um, so you can follow me if you want to follow my baby photography. It's on Instagram. It's at Natalie Attic Photography. And then if you want to follow fashion and beauty, it is um, at the Rogue Life blog on Instagram. I called it that because I'm always in my robe, <laughs> just doing fashion and beauty. So it's the Rogue Life. Oh, thank you so much. Beautiful. Thank you, Natalie. Love you so much. And I appreciate oh, your time you. today. You've changed you. lives. You've changed some oh, lives today. And I appreciate you, my beautiful. That's my goal. Oh, thank awesome. you, my love. Awesome. All right, everyone. You all take very good care of yourselves. If you all have any questions for Natalie, you know where to reach her. You can always reach me as well. And we'll be happy to answer any questions you have in regards to ambition. So we will see you all very soon. So thank you all so much. Thanks again, Natalie. Thank you. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to join me inside my exclusive coaching membership for ambitious women just like you. It's called Next Level Progress. There, I will help you reach your next level of success with confidence, pride, and true fulfillment. So head over to drdenisesimpson.com forward slash NLP, get started right away and get the support that you need and deserve. That website again is drdenisesimpson.com forward slash NLP. See you there.